You know we ain't squashing no beef, no beef. My dog got dumped in the middle of the road. We leaving this shit in the street. Got some shorties outside and they lurking for me. What's up, everybody? How y'all doing? OS Podcast is back. This is our end of the year review show, man. Excited to be here. Uh, anytime I get to get back in the lab with the fellas, man, you know, it's always good. Got repping the home team tonight, 1906, you already know. But again, AOS Podcast, we here. Um, if you are following us, if you're watching the show, make sure you like, share it. We're going to jump into a lot of good topics today, kind of do a year in review um, and, a, and, a, and look forward to 2021. So before we jump in intros, as always, subscribe to the YouTube page. Like us on Facebook at the AOS Podcast. Follow us on Twitter, the AOS Podcast. And we're going to get it live and cracking tonight. So, fellas, let's start with intros. Ball, we're going to start with you, brother. Because, you know, we be on the we be on the Twitter, man, in the chat. And you 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 don't be nowhere to be found, brother. So what's going on? Hey, man, you know, I'm deep in it. Uh, we talked about it uh, a couple of weeks ago. Uh, I started my doc program uh, back in September. And I tell you, it's a, it's a grind. Uh, and uh, with a, working, obviously, leading the school is a lot. Um, so, you know, I'll I've been getting it in. Uh, I had to put the Twitter game aside a little bit. Um, I hop on there every once in a while because you all have it cracking. And so I joined the the, the A Black Hands on Sunday night. I, I follow through the week all of the shows that uh, are, are going along. And so, uh, you know, just because just I'm not there physically present uh, or in the chat, I'm there. I'm there in spirit. And, you know, I'm, I'm, I'm repping us today. Yes, sir. Yes, sir. Hey, brother, congratulations, man, uh, on, on joining the doctoral program. You know, I'm in it, too. So we try to we try to get up there with Doc Smith so we can be the three doctors, the AOS doctor show. That's what we're going to be called. But, hey, yeah. Doc, man, what, what what's cracking, man? What's going on with you? So you got some new swag, as always. Oh, you know, you know, we always represent, man. Hey, I'm, I'm good, man. Like, I'm, I'm going to be real honest, man. I'm, I'm excited about the show to get some energy popping off. Uh, I, I'm really just, you know, ready for break, man. I think it's time you know, for all of us to kind of take a, take a reset and a pause on the year and kind of, you know, reflect and then, you know, regenerate over the break. But uh, I'm, I'm excited to be in here tonight, talk about some of the stuff we're going to chat about. Uh, hoping to get, you know, some, uh, I got a competition popping off at the end of the show, so we'll get to that later on. But uh, so what's good with you? Man, living, living the dream, bro. Man, I'm excited, man. Be back in the lab, man. You know, these two weeks, man, while I like it, because, you know, we can, we can prep for the show, man. I, I, I miss kicking it with y'all and it's always fun. To kick it with y'all, but things are good, man. The recess podcast has been doing really good lately. Um, the city is, is, is starting to get around me, which is good. But you know, I think in 2021, man, we're gonna take the recess podcast national, man. So I'm gonna try to get some national guests kicking off in February, man. But what's really exciting, man, is it, just the the overall home, the team, man. We got some good stuff popping off with A Black Hands, us three times dope, and then our girl Doc Locks dropped her new show uh yesterday, man, which was powerful. So you know, I, I think folks better be ready in 2021, man, for what we bring it. So, again, hey, y'all, we're going to jump into this show, and we want you in the comments sharing along with us. So our first topic today, man, we're going to give a 2020 year in review, man. It's been a crazy year. So while we are an education show, a lot of our year in review will be based off education, man, but a lot of stuff in life is happening. So if you in the comments, here's what I need you to do. Give us what has been the highest moment of 2020. And what has been the lowest moment of 2024, you man? And I'm gonna kick it off, man. I'm gonna be honest, man. First of all, the year started off rough with Kobe, right? Man, losing Kobe was rough. And then we had school closed in March. We had the 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 marches and, and the and the racial injustice. So we watched a man be choked on TV um, by an officer. 
Uh, we heard about a story about a, a young lady, Brianna Taylor, being shot in her home. And then in Indianapolis, man, we had a we had a police involved shooting where uh, a 21 year old black boy was shot three times in the back and two times in the back of the head while he was running away. So it's just been a crazy summer, man. But, you know, while I think, you know, we all want to put 2020 in the rearview mirror, man, I, th- I think it's taught us a lot about how we should move forward in life and how we should, you know, operate and things like that. So, again, if you in the comments, man, share your highs and your, your lows. The high for me in 2020, I, you know, with the pandemic and everything, I got a lot of good time with my daughter, um, learned her and was able to, to grow as a father, man. So that's always a, was a blessing. Um, and then obviously the low, man, it's just everything that's been happening, man. Seeing people struggle, man, just it, it was rough. So, fellas, you, man, what's your 2020 year in review, man? What's it been like? Doc, I'll go with you next, man. What's what's it been like? Uh, So it's funny, man, because I was uh, talking with some people the other day and we were talking about, you know, I think it was a post we seen on Facebook that said, if 2020 was a piece of candy, what candy would it be? And we kind of joked about a lot of different things from black licorice and all that. But for me, 2020 would be fruit stripe gum. And this is why, because, you know, if you ever have fruit stripe gum, fruit stripe gum start out really, really good. Like the fruit be banging, the flavor be good. And about one minute into it, all the flavor is gone. And then you just chewing on a rubber band. Hey, so my 2020 actually started off like dope. I turned 40 this year. Um, I remember coming to work on my 40th birthday. And I usually don't work on my birthday, but, you know, being a first year principal, you can't just take off uh, right after winter break. And I remember coming to work. And my staff had a big old yard sign, you know, saying happy 40th birthday to Dr. Smith. Um, basically, just a lot of love. I mean, they had a basket in my office that every hour or for every period, kids came in and brought either, you know, birthday cards, gifts and things like that. Um, so that was an amazing, amazing experience to be a part of um, during that um, on my, my 40th birthday. Then turned around a couple of weeks later, my actual birthday trip uh, took part in the blue and white cruise um, with, with the Zetas and the Sigmas. And I mean, I could. Pictures all over Facebook. I'm not going to get into it, but I mean, it was about 1,300 of us on a cruise ship. Um, you know, so we had an amazing, amazing time there. Uh, so January was off the chain. Like January was just, you know, was a month to remember for me to start the, the year off. And then in February, I went down to the ESSA conference in Atlanta. Um, that's where I met Dr. Cole. And, you know, much from there, the rest is history. I mean, like I said, had I not went to the ESSA conference, ran into Dr. Cole, I don't believe the AOS podcast would be what it is today. So uh, February, once again, was an amazing, amazing you know month. And then March came. Uh, March came. COVID took off. I mean, we we you know we you know, everybody know what happened with that school shutdown. Um, but in, in in that, I saw the resilience of my staff. You know, being a first year principal, and I wrote the whole article about you know being a first year principal leading a school into the you know pand- uh, COVID nineteen pandemic and all that. Um, and then you know from there. Got on the show with you, with you two fellas, with Unc, you know, on the uh, Edge of Purist podcast. And then from there, got the energy together. And that's how the AOS podcast was born. We did the new Black History Month. So like I said, I mean, 2020 overall for me was, was a great year. There were some downsides to it. Um, I'm not going to get into all the details, but I took a major hit to my leadership team as the school year started. Um, that was kind of the downside, but it really you know helped see, see more resilience in myself. But then also the team that I had around me, how they came through. So uh, like I said, while 2020 started out as a bang, you know, it kind of, went downhill after February. Uh, but I'm, I'm still trying to find the good in there each month that I was out there. So, Amen to that, man. Amen to that. Bob, man, what about you? 2020 year review for you, brother. Yeah, a, a lot of the same types of things, you know, with the challenges that we faced. Uh, I remember back in this, it was, it was the last school board meeting of December uh, or the very beginning of January. We had a parent that came up and asked the school board, what are you guys going to do about this? Um, this virus 
that's originated in China. And like no one was talking about coronavirus in December, January. And slowly, you know, things started to pick up. And then obviously uh, things popped off with uh, March and, you know, shutting down and things like that. Uh, and, you know, I, I think like like both of you and everybody across the country just had adjustment to what is, what is learning going to look like online. And I mean, I, th- I think back to, to, to that transition, like in the uh, spring, and it's like, man, I would go back to those days because those the issues that we were dealing with back then they seem minuscule to what we're doing right now. Um, but you know, you you talk about uh, the spring with uh, Ahmaud Aubrey, Breonna Taylor, uh, and then George Floyd, and just everything that that happened uh, as a result the the uprisings across the country and from coast to coast, uh, folks folks done with it. And and I thought one interesting thing was, and, and I think a lot of folks have talked about it is, you know, your white friends. A lot of times, you know just realizing that uh, racial injustice was still a thing, that racism was still a thing. And uh, I remember having, you know, several conversations with folks that I had never had conversations about race with. And, and that was impactful. That was powerful. You know, I shared a message with my community just to, you know, as a black man uh, with, with a, a wife and kids and them growing up in the, in the suburbs, you know, the pressures that I feel, you know, being one of the only is a real challenge. But um going through that and then you know over the summer us getting together doing the aos podcast uh what a blessing i mean so many different things have come positively out of this experience i mean i think about uh just the growth in our in my staff uh doing things that they never thought they were capable of doing uh just in 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 just leveling up that way uh maintaining high standards of, of learning and teaching uh just every single day, something new. And just, you know, think about the, my, my kids and their growth, um, our, our students, you know, we had a, we had a staff meeting last week doing pro- some professional development, getting ready to transition into, uh, into 2021 and uh, talking about, man, you know, the kids are doing great things. You know, they're able to write an email. They're able to communicate in, in, in such a better way than they could prior to. But, uh, you know, r- right now we're, we're getting ready to transition. We've been in remote uh, fully. We've been planning to transition uh, in uh, in the new year uh, into a hybrid format. And so that's been the heavy lifting that we've been doing lately. But I, I say, you know, out of the challenges, you know, personally, there's been a lot of growth uh, with me and my family. As I, as I told you, you know, who decides to start a doc program uh, during the pandemic? This guy. <laughs> but, uh, you know, <laughs> I guess there's never a perfect time. But, you know, uh, I, I think uh, the example that the the docs of the eight black hands, the soon to be docs, uh, unk, unk, uh, you know, our producer, uh, setting, setting the tone for, for what it means to, to be excellent academically and setting the tone for, for our communities. And, uh, I, I think that, um, that's been huge for me personally. And, uh, I, I think, uh, for all the chaos and all the struggle, all the divisiveness that we've seen, um, you know, I'm, I'm ready for 2021, but, you know, I've grown so much and I think all of those around us have grown. Uh, a ton as well. Absolutely. So we're going to kick it off, man. We're doing some, some praises. And so we're going to start off uh, with the praises and we're going to end with our students. So we're going to end with some student praises, but we're going to start, man. And let's just, you know, shout out some parents or some things that parents have done during this time or with your school um, and, and give them their flowers, man. Cause why, like, as we said, it's been a rough year. We have seen the resolve in folks and we have seen folks come through and break through, man. And, and I know at least in my school, particularly, 
I've had some parents, man, that that have really stepped up, not just from a standpoint of supporting their student, but also being a bridge and supporting some other parents as well, man. So we're going to jump into what are some amazing things happening with parents. So if you in the comments, again, join along with us in the conversation. If you are a parent, listen, give yourself some love about the amazing thing you've been doing or shout out another parent. If we got some administrators or some teachers, just shout out parents. So again, I'll kick it off, man. So I'm, I'm going to give I'm going to get some shine, man, to my kindergarten parents. Um, those that are listening will listen that have kindergartners that started school during this pandemic. This was not what you anticipated. I know at my school, we do a big called sip and sob at the beginning of every year where kindergarten parents can come in and drop their kid off. And we got a room where they get uh, breakfast and some tissue because, you know, they're dropping the kid off and they're probably going to cry. So we call it sip and sob. But they didn't get to have that this year. You know, they had to drop, pull up to the curve and let their kid out, and the furthest they could do is get to the door, and they had to wave their, their kid goodbye, man. But the way that they stepped up, not just in the virtual space, but also um, throughout the school year when we were in person, um, volunteering when they can or, or giving supplies, whether it's extra masks or extra um, tissues and just different things like that, man, they really showed out, man. And, and they they were robbed, what I think, from a sense of that experience of, of seeing your baby in kindergarten and being able to sit in the classroom with them for the first hour and all those experiences, man. But they've really stepped up and they've adjusted and they helped their students adjust to this pandemic, man. So I want to give love to the Tinley Summit. Kindergarten families is, is 60, 60 of them. Uh, shout out to you all that are listening. I know I tell you all the time I appreciate you. I don't make sure that, that the world hears it, how much I appreciate you and how you've uh, triumphed over this time, man, and, and, and pushed through. And it hasn't been ideal. But I promise you next year for first grade, you know, uh, Lord willing that we, we get this virus um, under control and we're able to get back to some normalcy of school, we're going to do a sip and sob anyway. So while I don't let first grade parents walk their kids down, I'm going to make an exception next year to let you first graders uh, walk your kid down because y'all missed it last year for kindergarten. So uh, that's my praise for the parents at Tinley Summit. Um, let's go, Bob, man. Who you got, man? What, what praise do you want to give for families? Yeah, uh, I think that our families here in my community have done an outstanding job. Um, I'll, I'll say I'll, I'll give a huge shout out to my parent group leaders. Again, last year was my first year and I had some amazing, my, my PTA uh, lead, um, Ms. Leibowitz uh, did uh, some amazing work to, you know, we, we have very similar types of things, get, or organizing uh, our incoming sixth graders and having a welcome for them. They missed out on that. Um, we also have uh, this year, our uh, Diana Davis is our uh, president. She took over, you know, there was a, not, not really a transition, you know, based on uh, coming into COVID. Um, also give a shout out to my Ed Fund. Education Fund uh, is huge out here uh, because we don't really receive a lot of funding. So our families have to uh, donate and they raise thousands of dollars to help uh, us pay for sections and reduce the class sizes. So um, Susie Kassad, who's my current Ed Fund president, and Lisa Matoni, who was my uh, Ed Fund president last school year, I mean, they, they, they organize, they uh, work on corporate matching for those uh, organizations uh, in our community, but they they raise so much money so that we can have uh, decent sized classes for our kids so they can have a great learning experience. And uh, they, they our district changed up uh, how they um, accept the funds this year. And you know, with with remote learning, we were really concerned that we weren't going to get uh, the funding that we rely on 
uh, to have uh, more sections of smaller classes. But uh, Ms. Kassad pulled through this year and all her parents uh, did an outstanding job. And then I give, give a shout out to my site council as well. Basically it's parents, students and staff, we come together making sure that we're meeting the goals of our, uh, of, of our site. Um, Felicia Bragg is another parent that is, she does, she's on PTA, she's on EdFund, she's on whatever needs to be done, she will do it. Uh, and then um, Mrs. Laura Bratt, who was on my site council, but she ran for school board this year, uh, got elected, and uh, was sworn in last night at the uh, board meeting. And so I'm just super proud of her because she is an advocate for our students. She's all about uh, diversity, equity, inclusion, and she's going to make changes in our school board so that uh, we, we can make some things happen so that this is a, a school district for everyone. So um, those are just some of the top. I mean, I could continue on, but I won't do that. But so much love to my parent group leaders. <clears throat> Absolutely. And congratulations to all the parents who ran for school boards, um, who won, but also who ran and changed a lot of the narratives. And so shout out to those parents who got in their school board races um, and, and God blesses and God speed to those that won who's going to make some dynamic changes. So, Doc, man, we, we know you always doing stuff for teachers and, 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 and kids, man. But but I, I know you're doing some work with parents, too, man. So what shout outs you got? What are some amazing things that the families have done with you, man? Uh, so. Starting off top, I, I got to start out just um, with Miss Dugan and Miss Dervish, my PTA um, president, PTSA president and treasurer, who have done amazing work with our PTSA this year. Um, even in the midst of COVID and everything like that, she still made sure that our students were taken care of. Uh, we still did our fundraiser like we normally do. Matter of fact, tomorrow night we have another fundraiser we're doing. Um, when we needed anything for staff appreciation so far this school year, they were there to help make sure we take care of our staff, um, raising money. Uh, we did a, a Veterans Day. Um, we did a Veterans Day appreciation where we created cars and took them to our Veterans Village here. The PTSA ran that as well. Um, and then there's the push. We went from um, last year, maybe about 20 people in our PTSA. And I'm proud to say that we have 90 people in our PTSA this year. Um, so th and that's all because of them and the work they did. And the last thing that they did, I really want to give them um, a lot of credit for is this past Saturday, we did our scavenger hunt, our holiday scavenger hunt, first annual scavenger hunt. Um, and I'm gonna give a shout out to one of the teachers later on, who was a part of this as well, who just got elected as a PTSA secretary. But, um, when we planned it, you know, it was kind of like, hey, normally we do a holiday uh, dinner for the PTSA and the family like that. But, you know, because of COVID, what can we do different? And somebody just in the meeting just threw out, hey, let's try to do a scavenger hunt. And we were like, OK, we're going to try to do the scavenger hunt. We didn't know what the turnout was going to be like. Um, so we were like, we're going to do six gift baskets and we're going to put the clues out there and find out. And we end up having about 40, 50 families um, participate in the scavenger hunt on Saturday. I mean, to the point where I'm trying to get some footage from the high school. Um, where some some things went down at the high school with people looking for this ornament running across the box office and things like that. So um, just shout out to them for sure. Also, I want to shout out Mr. Wentz, who's in the comments, who one of my sixth grade parents, who basically is always, um, you know, on the Facebook, our private fair parent Facebook group, giving out advice, helping other parents and things like that. Um, also, Miss Ranson, who has a set of triplets that are seventh graders here, another parent who was always willing to help out the other parents. Um, they're paid, basically my parent liaisons in the parent Facebook group, really helping out and doing things when I can't be accessible. They're the ones that they can go to and get some help for that. And then I got to make sure that um, I give a shout out to our PT, our 
school board vice president, who is also one of my president, uh, one of my parents, her son is a seventh grader here who is always making sure GMS is being mentioned at school board meetings. If there's things we need, she's making sure that we're getting taken care of here at GMS. So um, that's just a few of the parents that I want to shout out. But I do want to also shout out all of my sixth grade parents, just like David said with his kindergartners, we didn't get to do our sixth grade transition day that we normally do. Um, and that was a kind of a bummer that our sixth graders didn't get to be a part of that there. So we definitely want to make sure that either by the end of this school year or at the start of seventh grade year, we do recognize that transition day and have them have all the fun that we usually do have on transition day. So that's a small group of people that I can shout out like uh, boss and I can go on and on with the parent support that we get here at GMS. But I at least want to shout those people out for sure. Yes, indeed. So the next up, man, let's, let's go, let's go to staff shout outs, man. Let's, let's go to staff shout outs. Um, while I know most of my staff is probably mad at me because I've been working them hard for the sake of children, uh, I do want to shout out a couple of them, man. I want to shout out one of my uh, Summit Ambassador fellows, Ashley Hogan. Man, first of all, she – this is – you know, again, you talk about how 2020 uh, has been rough, man. Like, what's up, Ashley? That's my homegirl, Ashley. Sorry, give her some love in the comments. But uh, so Ashley Hogan, man, was my last year's Teacher of the Year. Uh, she got engaged. She – uh, is about to welcome a new baby. She just bought a house. And in the midst of all that, man, she has still been the rock star teacher, but she's even stepped up and she's been mentoring um, and supporting our new teachers, man. And she's just been a, a blessing uh, to our school, man. I want to make sure she gets her love because she is really the person that's kind of sets the culture. Uh, she's our second and third grade uh, reading teacher, but she can teach math. Uh, she's she's subbed in special area classes, man. She does whatever it it needs to for the school, man. And I just want to make sure I give her her recognition um, as somebody who I've really put a lot of pressure on, especially during this pandemic. And since we've been virtual, uh, just making sure she stays on top of her team, making sure she stays on top of um, her families. But also, man, she's she's one of my accountability partners. She's the one that I go to to make sure I'm level setting, uh, to make sure that I'm not doing things too outrageous. Um, and she's always a ride or die, man. And she's in it for the kids. And that's, that's what we all about. And so, uh, much love to Ashley, man, and, and all of. But I want to make sure she gets her shine today, man, for representing Tilly Summit and being what it what it means to be a, a Summit teacher. So, uh, Doc, man, man, you, you know how you are, man. So, <laughs> Doc got a list about yeah, so I, I, the whole staff. I'm, I'm, I'm gonna get in trouble for this because I'm not gonna I'm not gonna mention my entire staff. So I know somebody's gonna be like, "You forgot to talk about me." Uh, but you know, I, you know, I got mad mad love and respect for my staff. But I, there are some people that I definitely do want to shout out. First of all, I gotta shout out Miss Johnson who was on our show a couple weeks ago. Uh, Miss Johnson is like I said, she's she's a rock star teacher. Um, you know, with the, with the, the uh, novel study group that she's doing, just the innovative things she's doing in ELA, really being culturally responsive. She's definitely one of the leaders in our um, our culturally responsive stuff that we're doing with our staff around the book study, Why Are the Black Kids Sitting Together in the Cafeteria? So she has been one of those people that's really been pushing that, um, very reflective in her own practices. Um, so I got to definitely shout her out. I got to shout out my teacher of the year from last year, Miss Phillips. Uh, Miss Phillips is that person, no matter if you're having a down day, what it is, if you go to Miss Phillips' room, it's just going to automatically brighten your day up. Like, that's just who Miss Phillips is. Um, I tell people all the time, the way I describe her is she's that favorite auntie that whenever you go to her house, she got those fresh baked cookies and going to have a story for you. That's who Miss Phillips is. So I got mad love for Miss Phillips. A um, couple other people, Miss Maddox. I got to shoot out Miss Maddox. Miss um, Maddox, whenever we want to do anything for our families, Miss Maddox comes through like headstrong. We did 75. Um, Thanksgiving dinners at uh, Thanksgiving for 75 of our families. And I want to say Ms. Maddox donated probably two or $300 worth of stuff towards that cause. Um, we do, we adopted a family 
for our school, one of our families, uh, the mom, she has nine kids. She's been battling cancer. Um, so we adopted them. Miss Maddox brought toiletries, uh, laundry powder. I mean, just a bunch of stuff for the house and things like that. Even though we had toys and stuff for the kids, she wanted to make sure the mom was taken care of as far as those components, things like that. Uh, then also I want to shout out Miss Henry because with that same family, Miss Henry, she's a, uh, one of my sixth grade science teachers. She came in and gave me a gift card. Like, hey, Dr. Smith, I want to, you know, give this to the family for Christmas or whatever. And I'm just thinking, it's, you know, gift card, $20, $30. I go look at the receipt. It's $200 on the Walmart gift card. So I want to definitely want to shout out Miss Henry for coming through with that there. Uh, then my people that's always in the comments, Miss T. Watson, for sure. I got to shout her out. Miss Lowry, when I talked about the scavenger hunt, that teacher who just got um, we just put in uh, place for our secretary for PTSA is Miss Lowry. She's my vocal music teacher. A um, couple things about Miss Lowry. Miss Lowry is in her third year. Um, Second and a half. She started having me a year, a year and a half ago. But anyway, Miss Lowry is let me tell you, amazing. One, she did. We uh, last year, we didn't get to do our musical for the year because of COVID. So what we did in the fall was she basically put on a Zoom production of the musical that we were supposed to do in the fall. That was amazing. I mean, went above and beyond. Tomorrow night, she's doing her um, select choir concert via Zoom. Um, as well, that's we gonna put out on YouTube. Uh, Ms. Laurie, like I said, she was very heavy handed in the scavenger hunt, came up with all the clues. Even some of some was cheesy and corny, but you know, that's just who Ms. Laurie is. But Ms. Laurie is that teacher, no matter what you need, she's gonna go up. And y'all know, y'all already know about the infamous, I can't breathe billboard in GMS. Ms. Laurie was a teacher that put that together. So shout out to Ms. Laurie. Uh, shout out to the BKs as always. Everybody know who the BKs is. So um, like I said, that's just a few of them. I, I can go on and on about my staff, everybody on my staff. I appreciate you. If I didn't call your name, uh, just know Friday, it's final Friday. I'm going to take care of y'all. As he always does. And Ball and I got to sit on social right. media and just <laughs> watch it from afar. But Ball, man, what about you? Because, I mean, your staff, unlike, you know, Doc and I, man, we've had some experience in the building and y'all been virtual, man. So, yeah. and I know it, it's been it's been tough. So what staff members do you want to recognize, man, for, for, for their hard work, man, this year? You know, I, I really got to shout out um, – I want to start off with a couple different groups. Um, my my counselors have been uh, amazing. Um, they have been doing a lot of heavy lifting with us being fully remote. We've got kids that have that, that aren't engaged. We got we get kids. We got so many different situations. You know, like you guys as well. Um, kids aren't showing up. You know, they're not <laughs> attending and all those types of things. And so our counselors have been on it. You know, they're calling home. Mm -hmm. They're connecting with our social uh, social workers. Um, all the counseling uh, resources that we have, they are pulling them together. Uh, so, you know, I, I, I want to give um, Mrs. Labrie, Mrs. Bassett, um, Mrs. Lake, a uh, huge shout out. Uh, Mrs. Lake is also my master, master scheduler. And she, like right now, she's literally redoing our master schedule because mm. we had we had to do uh, remote and hybrid so basically two schedules in the <laughs> middle of the school year and uh she's making it happen so uh you know i just i just want to give her a shine and give her love um my school psych psychologist miss chaudry um we've we've had um a number of parent referrals for special education support and so she's doing all those initials and things like that um we do have kids on campus so i want to shout out um Miss Witty and Miss Shea, who have uh, our intensive SDC and our mild SDC um, special day classes on campus, and they are doing yeoman's work. I mean, it's it's amazing um, what they are doing in order to support our students that have the, the highest needs. 
Um, so, you know, huge shout out to them. Uh, I also want to give a shout out to my electives teachers because we had several of them at the very beginning of the, um, over the summer, we knew that we were losing some funding, losing some sections. And so I was like, you know, I, I, I need y'all to do some stuff that you haven't done in a while. So uh, my computer teacher, he's teaching uh, core six, so English uh, and uh, social studies to our sixth graders, and he's making it happen. I just got a really good parent email saying that uh, the, the uh, young lady's family uh, is quoting him every day, and they went out and got a, 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 a social studies book so that they could do some additional reading based on what he's doing in class. So huge shout out to that, to him, uh, Mr. Wardenberg. Um, uh, let's see, who else? Who else can I do this real quick? Miss um, Keller, who's our technology teacher, she's uh, teaching uh, Core 7 and uh, doing an outstanding job. Um, my uh, band teacher is teaching leadership. It's her first time teaching leadership. Anything outside of band, and she's been doing this for 20-plus years, and she's making it happen. Uh, so, you know, there's just so many that I could continue to go down the list and show the amazing things that they're doing. But when parents are giving you feedback, that their kids are engaged, that they're having a good time, that their parents are learning. I mean, I've, I've, I saw um, – El Michelle put in the comments, you know, shout out to the parents that are teaching their kids uh, while they're at home. They're working full time and taking care of uh, making sure that the kids are, are learning. Uh, it's amazing. So, you know, just just huge shout out to to all my staff. If I yeah. forgot you, hey, my bad. Before we, before we go forward, I, there's some people I need to talk about before we go forward. I need to shout out just a few more people. I'm sorry about that. I, <laughs> and they probably they probably not going to even hear this, but they don't hear it from one of the staff members. I got to shout out Miss Eflin. Miss Dyer, Miss Banks, and Miss Saller, my uh, secretarial staff in my school because the school wouldn't run without those yes. four ladies, especially yes. Miss Sadler, who was my rock star hire. She is my the principal secretary at GMS who gets everything done. Everything that you see going on at GMS somehow ran through her. And then I got to shout out Miss Sony, Kiki, uh, Thomas, and Mary, who is our custodial staff, who's definitely, since we do have kids and staff in the building, making sure our building stays sanitized and things like that. So I do want to make sure I did, we did get them their recognition, though. Man, absolutely. And, and we, you know, on behalf of the, the AOS podcast, man, shout out to all the teachers out there that's grinding and doing the work. Um, if you ain't getting no love from your school, well, you got love from us. And we appreciate the work that you're doing. Those of you that are working hard uh, for kids and doing right by kids, man. Shout out to you um, this year, next year and moving forward. Um, you know, you always got principals uh, from afar in the AOS podcast, man. So shout out to you. And last but not least, man. Let's give some love to our to our students, man. And so, uh, Doc, I'm a I'm a I'm a roll back to you, man. The GMS students, man. Who you shouting out? What grade levels? What students? Who you? Who you uh, out, so, um, so basically, I, I got to start out with, with you know some of my favorites. I'm gonna start out with just some of my favorites. Uh, first of all, uh, Messiana, we call her Messy Boots. So shout out to Messy Boots. Uh, um, I got to shout out, man. This I should have wrote these names down. Antavia. Uh, Pretty much the entire eighth grade class on Tavia. Uh, we can talk about Briasia, Brianna, we can talk about Halo, Damien, Jay Sean, the whole nine. So, I'm gonna tell you why the eighth grade class is special to me. Last year, um, I had to have knee surgery, uh, and they were seventh graders last year. Once you mind you, I'm a first year principal, um, so I was out the uh, the last week before winter break, and then I came back after winter break or whatever. But when I got back, there was a get well soon car from every seventh grader in my building on my desk. Um, so shout out to the entire eighth grade class. Um, my new sixth graders, uh, there's Casey, um, uh, Jay Sean, Jamarion. I mean, there's a lot of my sixth graders who basically were some of the first students in the building who have been doing killer since they've been back in the building, the ones that are blended. 
Uh, and then I can't forget the seventh graders, of course, our last year, sixth graders are doing everything like that. Um, so <clears throat> really don't, don't, I'm gonna keep it real short with them. But like I said, my, my students are been amazing. Um, I do want to make sure though, like I said, we have uh, approximately 30 students who we have not been able to locate, who have not enrolled somewhere else, who did not enroll this school year. And I know just previously, uh, recently on 60 Minutes, they talked about a school district in Tampa that has 7,000 students who mm. basically they can't, they can't find. Um, so definitely um, the 30 students who we have done home visits for, and shout out to my counselors, Ms. Avery, Mr. Stevens, for going out and do those home visits, as well as my assistant principal, Ms. Williams. But there are definitely some students out there that we still have not been able to touch and reach that we definitely want to get back into the fold when we get back in January. So if any of you out there know GMS students, um, you happen to run across this podcast and you know kids have not enrolled, please hit us up and let us know where we can find those students at, even if they're in another district, just so that we know that they're being educated somewhere. That's all we care about this time. Absolutely, man. Definitely, definitely. Bob, what about you, man? Yeah. What, what students you want to give love to and shout out? Oh, my goodness. Uh, there's there's so many, uh, but, you know, I'm just going to kind of keep it general. I've got my, my leadership class. Um, again, I told you before, my leadership teacher, she's brand new this year. And the way that it was done face-to-face -face leadership, you know, they have a, a huge role in the social emotional learning and the um, just the the camaraderie on campus and they haven't had that this year so uh, they have been uh, doing a lot of different work you know with 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 fundraisers with food canned food drives with spirit days and just doing all of this virtually which has been uh, just 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 amazing the, the the effort that they've been putting in um, and this whole remote thing, you know, I'm, I'm, I'm not as connected as I have been. I mean, cause you know, I'm, I'm in all the classrooms every day, just about um, in the passing period in the hallways and the courtyard during lunch and things like that. So I'm personally, I'm missing those connections, but our leadership students are doing a lot of good things to try and keep us connected uh, as a school community. So there's a huge shout out to them. Um, now, I actually want to, I want to give a specific shout out and this is, you know, personal to me because uh, the AOL, podcast this is in my first podcast I've done uh, three others but uh, I had a podcast um, at my last school called the Wildcat way and basically there were a lot of perceptions about who we were as a school that we were all just focused on academics but there were so many different amazing students amazing staff and so uh, I spent a year I did a um, a podcast episode every single week of the school year interviewing staff students and parents and i loved it i just had a ball getting to know the parents getting to know the students and getting to know the staff much better really uh, a strong sense of community and when i left two years ago it it, it fell it, it was done and uh, back in july i had an incoming ninth grader reached out to me and said, Mr. Ball, you did this podcast when you were here. Um, I want to I want to pick it back up. So that means she was in seventh grade, wasn't even at my school when uh, when I was doing the podcast. But long story short, she has put together a podcast team. She's got a producer. She's got a co-host. She's got um, a moderator and uh, got uh, someone that's doing artwork in social media. And they're on episode seven, so it's called the Wildcat Way podcast. Look it up. Uh, it's completely student led now. I still own the, the website, so I'm I'm just posting it uh, on on the website. But the bottom line, like that, has been the hugest um, boost for me to know that you know someone was listening to the work that I was doing and they've picked it up. Like that was my dream that 
it would continue on past me. So that that legacy has been huge, and and they're rocking it. They're having a good time. It's it's been fun uh, to to see that that agency, uh, to see that voice uh, that the students have. Absolutely, man, love it, love it. Um, anybody that's ever been a principal and been a principal in an elementary school knows that if you are ever having a bad day or you need a self-esteem boost, elementary kids will do that for you, man. And so I want to shout out, man, one of my first grade cohorts, the IU cohort, man. I'm going to put them on the screen. So these are the babies right here. I don't know if y'all can see them. I'm going to do it like that. These are my first grade babies, man. And this is one of our spirit weeks, uh, pajama day. And every time I go in that room, uh, Raiden, Sarahi, uh, Naya, uh, Makai, um, Yuri, uh, Kaylee, Ebony, uh, whom I'm, I'm missing a bunch of them. But every time I walk in the room, man, they just make me feel like I am a superstar, man. And they are just so happy to see me. Uh, but what they don't know is how happy I am to see them. And I, I'm happy to see all my students. And they say you're not supposed to have favors. But uh, this school year, that class is definitely my favorite. Anytime, man, that the, the school day's going rough or I will go in their classroom. I will volunteer to do their lunch. Um, I will volunteer to do their recess. Uh, just being around them, man. They just they just have such beautiful spirits. Um, and not not just the beautiful spirits, man, but they work extremely hard as first graders. And they are one of our top performing uh, grade levels in the building. And even during virtual learning, man, they're averaging 95, 96% attendance. And they're logging on themselves. These kids are the ones that are starting the meetings, even before the teacher. And then they're ready to go. And I just want to shout out, man, Miss Scott's IU first grade class, man, they are just a blessing. And every day, man, like I said, they make me feel like a like a superstar and like I am a celebrity, man. So uh, much love to them, man, and and all the Tinley Summer Scholars, but specifically them, because they've just been really grinding out uh, virtual learning. And I want to make sure they get their love. So shout out to that that IU uh, first grade cohort at Tinley Summit, man. Absolutely. Much love to them. Uh, and can't wait to get back in a building with them because uh, we're going to have a party. I'm buying them pizza just because for GP. They ain't, you know, just because that's what I do. I show favor. So I buy lunch for the class that I like. And anybody that knows elementary, you know, those elementary kids, man, they pull at your heartstrings, man. And, and, and it's always love. So I, I love being an elementary principal, love being in an elementary setting. Um, so I, hope, I, never, nah, I hope them pizza slices ain't like the little skinny uh, uh, nah, cheese slices. Uh, nah, dog. <laughs> nah, man. We're going we to Papa John's, man. We're we getting the Papa John joints, man. We ain't even doing Donato's because them the little baby. We do the Papa John joints, and it's all you can eat up at the summit, man. So uh, our next, man, our next topic uh, is – Lessons from the first half of the school year. So, again, if you in the comments, man, we would love to hear what have been lessons that you have learned this first part of the school year. I know for us, man, it's been a lot. So, Bob, man, I'm going to kick it off to you, um, and then yeah. I'm going to go, and then I'm going to be like, Doc, go, man. What have been the lessons this first half of the school year that you have learned? So, I'm going to take it back to uh, a poem some of y'all might be familiar with. It Couldn't Be Done by Edgar A. Guest. Somebody said it couldn't be done, but he with a chuckle replied that maybe it couldn't, but he'd be one who wouldn't say until he tried. So I learned that folks that I might have thought wouldn't be able to step up to the challenge are able to do it. Mm. Staff, students, admin. I think one of the huge wins uh, from from all of this pandemic, all the wildness going on, all the divisiveness, that when people need to come together, 
we can do it. We can make things happen. And, uh, you know, I'm just I'm just really appreciative of, of those folks and just learn that, like, you know, no matter what the challenge. I mean, I, I knew this as an educator to begin with. I knew this as, as someone that, you know, grew up in the, in the military. Like if something needs to be done, you tell your folks what needs to be done. You support them through it and they will get it done. You know, I, I think that's one of the biggest lessons is that, you know, when you have leaders, when you have leadership that is, uh, you know, that's focused, that, you know, that's that's not that's not getting shaken, then uh, you can you can do whatever. So, you know, folks will tell you that stuff can't be done. This person can't do it or you as a group can't do it just because you've never seen it. Guess what? You know, you just start plugging away. And you make it happen, and so I'm I'm just proud of 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 my community for what how we make things happen. Is it perfect? Nope. Mm-hmm. Are we failing all the time? Yep. <laughs> but guess what? We stepping we we stepping right back up, getting getting right back up, uh, get, and getting after it, and trying to do our best uh, for our kids and for our family. So uh, that's that's my biggest uh, lesson is like you know it can be done. I think we're proving it every single day. Absolutely, man. Th- this year, man, a- as a as a principal and as a leader, man, has been one that has been unlike any other. Um, and so I write for a blog called NDK12. So Indy.education, if you're in the blog, read and check us out, man. We always posting content every day. And one of the pieces that is about to release um, in a couple of days, man, is like the lessons I learned uh, in 2020 as a leader, man. And so I'm going to take this a little more formal uh, and give you all a quick preview of what, I, what I've been feeling. So it's called, you know, it's called Leading with Grace. Patience, empathy, and flexibility, man. And so this idea of grace, man, this time is hard, right? And um, one of the things that I've, I've aimed to do in words and action, man, is to lead my staff and give them grace. And why? Because grace um, is easy when you remember how much grace that you need as a leader, too. Uh, when it comes to patience, man, there are so many petty things in schools that as a leader I would get upset with my students about, with my staff about, uh, with my families about. And this year, man, having patience, man, has really shown me that um, instead of having patience and getting mad, um, I have a better understanding, man. Because once you understand, you move forward and you grow and you help other people to grow. When it comes to empathy, man, the, the this is the first school year um, I've tried to move with, with more empathy. Um, and while the pandemic did not hit my pockets, right? Um, I didn't necessarily go into a deep depression. I was able to still work and pay my bills and, and take care of my family. And, and, and God bless it. I didn't lose any family members. A lot of people did, man. And what I've tried to do this year, man, is, is see things through the, to the eyes of other people, listen through the ears of other people, but more importantly, man, feel and have, a, and, and feel through the hearts of other people, man, and just move with a different sense of empathy. And the last thing is flexibility, man. As leaders, we always try to be uh, strong and be solid and firm and tend to where we stand because that's the sign of a true leader, right? That you're strong and you don't waver. But sometimes, man, especially during this time, man, you got to have a little bit of flexibility, man. You got to give a little bit um, and that's okay. And so this year I've tried to be very intentional to move and lead in a, pa- in a place of grace Patient, empathy, and flexibility, and I, I, like you said, Bob, I haven't been perfect, and it hasn't been perfect, but I've always tried to keep that in the forefront um, this year. And so that's the biggest lesson that I learned, and I hope moving forward that I continue um, as a leader to, to continue to do that year in and year out. That is not just something I'm doing in a time of a pandemic or in a time when people are struggling, but when we get on the other side of this, I hope I can continue to lead with grace, patience, empathy, man, and flexibility. So that's those are the four lessons that I've learned this year. But uh, the blog will be releasing later this week uh, for more detail 
uh, Indy.Education to check us out, man. So, Doc, what about you, man? What's the lesson that you've learned, man, this year uh, as a leader? I think uh, the lesson that I kind of take away from the first the first half of this year, the school year, um, I, don't, I don't have a poem and I don't have a blog post to preview. Uh, but I do got, I do got a word, and the word is resiliency. Mm. Um, I think through all of this, no matter if I'm talking about my students, if I'm talking about my staff, the parents, or myself as the school leader, there's a lot of resiliency that's come out of everything that's happened with the pandemic. Even when we started the show, I'm talking about kind of the highlights from the year. I, we started this blog. I mean, we started this podcast back in June, on Juneteenth, June 19th. Mm-hmm. And I feel like it was two years ago. You know what I'm saying? It felt like it was two years ago that, you know, and it's only been six months. Um, so, but with that also, some of the things I learned is I learned how dope school parents are. I think before this pandemic, there was a lot of schools, leaders, teachers that gave parents a short end of the stick and didn't understand how amazing parents were. And I think this has really opened up um, the transparency that needs to happen in schools. And we got to see how supportive parents can be if you give them an opportunity, if you give them a place to let their voice be heard. If you give them a seat at the table and see the things that they can bring in there. So that's another thing that I learned is like to really lean on my parents to pull in and do the things that we need them to do as well. I also learned that the way we was doing education, it was kind of outdated. Mm. You know, it's really brought to the forefront a lot of the inequities that goes on in education. And just in our principal meetings today, we talked about how this pandemic has pushed a lot of teachers to think outside the box and have which have normally probably wouldn't have done so you know really thinking about how do you engage kids whether it be in person or on zoom and really look at some different things so i think when we come on the come out on the other side of this whenever that is whatever that looks like i think our teachers will be in a better place to educate every child and not just teach to the middle anymore and then for me personally uh one of the things i knew personally when i took over this school um just because of the narrative that i that i got from what people told me when i took, came into the school was that you know gms was kind of that place that a lot of people didn't want to come to in this community um, you know martin city was kind of the you know the school that was put on a pedestal and things like that so that was one of the things that i, I really wanted to do was change that narrative and today in a principal's meeting one of the elementary principals said that they had a conversation with some of their fifth graders and uh, just this week who said hey what middle school do, am i going to next year you know, is it Martin City or GMS? And nothing to slight Martin City or anything like that, because Dr. Harris is my homie. I love everything that she's doing over there at Martin City. But the kids like, I want to go to GMS. Like just to, just to hear kids say that, that they want to come to your building because they see the changes that's going on. To hear parents say, you know, you've changed the narrative of what was going on at GMS. And now, and I tell my staff as well, it's not that these things weren't happening. They just weren't being highlighted. I'm a big proponent of, if you don't tell your story, somebody else is going to tell it. So why don't you tell the story and all the good things going on? And I'm not saying that we do everything perfect. I'm not saying that we've done everything right, but we've done enough good things that when those negative things do happen or those missteps take place, they, they don't overshadow all the good things that we have done. So that's the one thing that I've learned is, you know, in this first half is that resiliency piece, changing the narrative and just how dope my parents are in my school community. Man, that's love. That's love. So folks in the comments, man, what, what lessons have you learned? Uh, put those in there. Fellas, man, th- this show... As, as we close out 2020, man, and, and springboard into 2021, uh, this is this is going to be one of our shortest shows. So we already at, at the final thoughts, man, because we're going to go ahead um, and close it out, man, because we just wanted to come on this last episode of 2020 and just end it. And so in final thoughts, we're going to keep it real. But, Doc, I know you got something special, so we're going to save you for the end because, <laughs> you know, as always, you got something big going. So I'll kick it off with final thoughts and keeping it real. For me, we have, and Doc, you said a prime opportunity, man, to reimagine education. And so I hope 
that as we go into 2021, that we rethink the way we've done education. But in doing that, we make sure we put kids at the forefront. And if 2020 has taught us anything, is that time is precious and we cannot wait and we should not wait. And so for those that are worried about what education will look like, um, those teachers that are thinking about leaving the profession, I ask you to stay because we need you. Uh, we do not need people leaving our profession. We do not need uh, teachers walking out on our babies. I know for my kids, they come from an environment where people come in and out of their life. They're there for a short period of time and they leave and we don't need that. And so I ask that you stay, you stick with it and you make sure that you always, always lean on yourself, but always take care of yourself. Because as I always say, self-care saves lives. And so if anything, 2020 has taught me, take care of yourself so you can take care of others. And that's how I'm keeping it real. And God bless everybody. Happy New Year. I'm going to be in Denver and always in ATL, my second home, because uh, I love it. So shout out to ATL. Uh, i see y'all in a couple of days. Ball, what about you, man? Closing thoughts. Oh, my closing thoughts. Um, you know, I think that we have a prime opportunity. And just like you said, David, you know, we, we have the opportunity to change the the landscape of education, how we do school, you know, the the flexibility that we had to show going remote, hybrid, all those different uh, formats of doing school. Why do why do we have to go back to traditional school when we when we've proven that we can support kids in any format that we choose? But the one thing that um, I've, I was thinking about today is let's not miss out on the opportunity mm. to change our curriculum mm. and focus on black and brown kids and black the excellence that is there. We, we, we shouldn't just be a footnote. We should be at the center um, much more than we, than we are right now. You know, all those allies that popped up uh, in the summer and in the spring, you still have voices. Get behind your communities, get behind your principals, get behind your superintendents, your school boards, support them, force them uh, to do what's needed for, for our kids and for us. I mean, as, 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 as black men, we need we're setting the example, but it's been set. The, the trail has been blazed by 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 thousands before us. And uh, we got to carry on that legacy, and we need Absolutely. we need that community. Doc, man, so I know that. you got something special, man. That that that, that you've been working on. You you've had the the home squad in the comments as always. Um, so what what did you want to close with, man? I know you want to you're doing something special that you needed folks to listen to and watch so they can jump in. So go ahead, brother, take it away. All right, so uh, I'm gonna I'm gonna th throw this out there first, and I just put it in the chat. Hopefully, Uncle can, uh, can uh, highlight it for us. Um, but every, you know, we always try to do some kind of competition for our uh, fundraisers that we do. We did Papa John's. Um, the first time I think we did the uh, Michigan Minnesota game. They had to pick the winner with the total points, and they I bought pizza for five families and five staff members. The last Papa John's night, we did the uh, the Chiefs and the who the Chiefs playing. I forget who they were playing, but anyway, the Chiefs end up winning anyway. Uh, so I bought pizza again. So tomorrow night we have our Papa our Panda Express fundraiser for the PTSA. So. I just put the tiny URL in the chat. Um, it's tiny. If you go to, if you are a GMS parent or staff, go to tinyurl.com backslash GMS HFC. That's GMS HFC. There is a competition out there. Basically it's a picture with 25 holiday movies in the picture. You just have to name all 25 and have it submitted within the next 40 minutes. Um, if we don't get all 25, the person who has the most um, will win 
uh, dinner for them and their family tomorrow night at the fundraiser. Just meet Dr. Smith at Panda Express at Truman Corner, and I will definitely get you your uh, get you your dinner. So um, that's the competition. Also, I'll post it on the family, uh, the GMS Parent Facebook group. Uh, I'm going to give y'all a head start. So I'm going to post it on the group at probably about 6.15. Give y'all a little bit of a head start since y'all tuned in tonight. But my final thoughts is um, hey, this show has been a, a true blessing. Rocking out with Ball uh, and David, man, and just the whole Eight Black Hands family, man, has it, truly been a blessing. I think we got some some major things coming in 2021 uh, that's going to you know really change the game uh, for black and brown students and black and brown educators in general. Um, for me, what I want to tell people out there, no matter if you are the parent, the student, or if you're a leader, a school leader, a staff member, um, anybody that's involved in education, we about to go on winter break. And what I'm asking you to do is take a break, step away, because this, is, this has been a, a tough first half of the year. We have done things and been through some things that no one has ever seen. And I think everyone just needs a time to reset, enjoy your family, um, and just get away from it. You know, everybody needs that time to recharge. Now, I'm a big believer in self care, um, and just I'm gonna tell my staff this come Friday is I need you to take care of yourself because no matter how great of a teacher or a leader you are in schools, your district will post your job before they post your obituary. So make sure you taking care of you and don't get taken out. And just like my boy, David, I'm traveling. So in a week, I'm heading down to New Orleans to kick it with my mini me. We're going to do Christmas in New Orleans. Um, I'm not cooking. We do a roof, Chris, for Christmas. So we already got the reservation <laughs> set. <laughs> y'all be safe y'all be safe out there traveling i'm staying my butt at home hey man I, i'm in the hey one, one more thing before we go I, let me get the solo screen real quick that's something I, I need to say so uh gms folks that are in the the audience that have been rocking with us i need y'all to tell doc that he needs to go ahead and launch his solo show uh in 2021 and i already got a name for it it's called everybody grows with doc so that's gonna be the new podcast Everybody Grows with Doc is going to launch in 2021. Make sure y'all text him, email him, remind him to get that going because we, he needs to have a solo show. And then around March, I'm going to hit the folks in Cali because Ball going to get his solo show too. So we're going to make this thing cracking. But that's all I got. I just wanted to put that out there. Everybody Grows with Doc. Uh, the podcast is going to launch soon. I'm already naming it for you, bro. So go ahead and make that happen. Uh, and the GMS family going to get you. So as always, thank you for rocking with us, everybody. It has been the AOS Podcast. We will see y'all again in 2021. Don't forget, at 8 p.m., uh, it's going down tonight for the Christmas celebration with Libations with us. Make sure you get your punch, your holiday punch. It's going to be a celebration, and it's going to be all fun. Log on to the A Black Hands Facebook page. Tune in. And as always, 1906, it's been love. We out of here, AOS Podcast. GMS, the competition is open. Go, mob. <laughs>